You will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgrade.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boomus Rusty, what's up, everyone? It is Monday morning at fucking 7 a.m., 6 a.m. for my guests. So hell yeah to them for being here. Welcome to the Public Access Podcast, the podcast here on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. I'm just going to get right into it because fuck it. Thank you, everyone, for being here. I appreciate everyone for being here. And I'm going to bring on my special guests right here, right now. And my special guests right here and right now are, there we go, we have Nate Andrews, and we have Chris Thomas, a.k.a. HBQ. What's up? What Hello. is up? What, uh, what is that, in your, that shirt in your background there, Nate? That is uh, one of my first shirts that somebody printed on the pictures from uh, PMPW. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, it says, I heart Nate Andrews. <laughs> and, and then the mail is actually something that uh, one of them's from high school, and then the other one, you may not be able to see it. Actually, this one here was a medal that Cameron Star had made me. Quiz might actually have one of those, too. But Do you have. Yeah. So, yeah, good you, times there. Metal? No, no, I don't believe I do. See, I'm gonna go ahead and start this off like this. You have been an unnatural allegiance to losers is unlike you. Sorry, I was saying <laughs> again for the 600th time, and that's just gonna be the quote of 2024. It's just gonna be used over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it, what, what's the medal say? What what's it say on that thing? Uh, let me see. Let me grab it real quick. Oh man. Okay. So, all right. All right. Sorry about that. So it actually is a little picture of grappling says wrestling. It was back from two thousand eight. Now this, this is where now this is where yeah, K Fabe, right? This is where we uh we get real serious and sentimental. Says Nate the Great, champion and friend two thousand eight. How about that? Champion before <laughs> friend. Oh well, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh oh what quiz? What do you have to say for that? Back to my uh, not, nothing, nothing, nothing. No, like I, like mine, like I remember, uh, mine, mine does have one. Yeah, on the back, it just says "Quiz Friend." Not, not champion. No, no, no. I was just like, yeah, yeah. You, you were not champion. You were born lose, kid. <laughs> not, not quite ready for, for the championship. Not quite ready of, for prime uh, time. Yeah. Here you go, friend. What does it just, you know? He had space, so it just it was just friend uh, centered. It wasn't like like you could scratch something in, like a good friend or something, and and before that, or uh... no, no, I was like one of the last ones to like come in from training school and all that. Like I was like in like that 
last group, and it was like, yeah, I guess you get put up Fred. Wrestler, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I had to carry you how many years? So then Nate was there first? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. By a long shot or by like years or something? Or was was Nate uh, already great? The great uh, by the time that, that you showed up. Uh, I'm trying great. to remember. Yeah, you were Nate the Great with the trophy and all that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was doing the m- most valuable wrestler thing. I w- I'd like to say gimmick, but I don't even really think I had a gimmick surrounded around it just yet. <laughs> what was the trophy? Was it uh, of two... Like wrestlers, like on there, or what? Uh, no, it actually, it was actually an old basketball trophy, and I just took the basketball guy. So, like, it was a cup on top. That's how it worked out. It was a cup on top. I mean, it was probably, I don't know. I mean, it was literally, it was a tall trophy too. Um, it was probably about two feet tall, and okay. it, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it, it had a. Uh, a cup on the top, but the middle on the bottom. So on the bottom of the trophy on the middle between the, like the bars that went up was a basketball guy. And I just took that off. Oh, and then I actually went, yeah. And then I went down to a local trophy place and had a plate made that said, Nate, the great or most valuable wrestler, all bold. And then under it, Nate, the great. And I just ran with that. <laughs> like, Here's my old trophy, man. Like make it fucking, uh, yeah, make it fucking great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's wrestling, man. That's wrestling. So I mean, I, I assume a two foot trophy wasn't a participation trophy. Like we were, we were getting. If uh, I mean, I think we were kind of the first. Like I don't know. At some point, we started like getting participation trophies for whatever, and um. I know I had a good good amount of participation trophies that I just got because I, I showed up. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know that they were doing them back then, but and I'm sure that was made on commentary at times. I'm sure I do know one time because that was back in the uh, WC days, and okay. I remember somebody on the, like the commentators just play off like, "How did he actually get that?" And then like the heel would just. Either like, I don't know, but I know he deserves it, or they would just go off this total tangent. I went, I think one of them, I can't remember who it was, maybe it was George, but somebody had mentioned uh, uh, that I won like a 64 man tournament in, in Puerto Rico or something like that for it, <laughs> which was great. That became the uh, first intercontinental champion of. Uh... Of of great wrestler of uh, that it, it was it was not like a specific thing. Just became great wrestler is what the trophy signified that you were just now great and uh, right. I mean that that that's, that works out all right. And so who got to smash it? Man, I don't even know. If, no, somebody had to have. It had to have I, I don't like, still have it. Yeah, there's no yeah. reason that you'd have a two foot trophy and be able to walk out <laughs> with that thing. <laughs> right, man, I can't. You, th- you think it would be a memorable time because I actually had fun with that one, but after about year ten, I just started forgetting it, everything. Um, man, I don't remember yeah. who did, and I couldn't tell you when or what, what time, like promotion wise and stuff. I feel like it might've been like NRW or something like that when it happened. And I wouldn't doubt if it was quiz anyway. <laughs> nah, nah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have given me that type of responsibility. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to walk around with that thing though, too. You got to bring that bucket. You got to bring a two foot trophy along with you everywhere. So I mean, like, that, that would, I would be like, yeah. okay, who's, who's ready to smash this thing? I'd be getting to about show two or three, yeah. and I'm like, okay, who's, who's taking this shit, man? Like, who's ready to fucking break Yeah, it? you know, 
you you're begging for that for that promo and 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 story to happen. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I honestly don't remember. I don't. Really, I couldn't tell you if I was tired of it yet at the time, but that was still also just within what like two years. So I was still just gung ho, happy, and going at that time. I probably could have. You know, when I first started and stuff, you would have told me, you think you'll reach a point where you want somebody to smash I've been like, no, you know, but, but obviously that's just, it's inevitable. That's the sort of thing that has to happen in wrestling. And if, if not, then it's the guy retires with it or something, you know, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I couldn't tell yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember if like somebody smashed it or you smashed it. Somebody. That could have been it too. Uh, it might have been that I did that, in which case that might have been you. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Probably right. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, other than the late, you know, the late, definitely great James Freeman, I think Quiz is the one I've had the the most matches with and stuff. So I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> so when was the last time you, you two guys had a match? Like against each other. I was like, quiz just had one two nights ago at, at surefire wrestling here. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. You, but you, you didn't, you didn't get to have a run in and uh, smash a trophy over him. Uh, for all <laughs> no, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as us competing, shoot, I don't remember quiz. When was the last time we wrestled? Last time we wrestled, I want to say before. It was like at least a couple shows before he moved down to Texas, like at least two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I was back there in Oregon, my feud was with Hess, and that was the last like six months or so. Oh, you know what? Yeah, me. Shoot, was it your retirement match thing you did? Was that our last match? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dang, all right. Well, at least we went out with a banger for each other's last match. Just gets yeah. each other for a while. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's funny because uh, my, my mom was actually in uh, attendance that night. Like, oh, gosh, you actually got through since this time. And actually, it's like, oh, you're going to be done with this. <laughs> And that like, worked out really well. So yeah. how's retirement going? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? It is going so well. It's just like every other wrestler. Where I am now stuck in this position ever, ever since the last show in that car ride a couple days ago. And like I'm like, oh, I'm sore. Yeah, I mean, it's usually not the show. Or you know, it's usually that car ride back from that show where it, where it's like, oh shit, this is okay. Now now I'm okay. I I haven't moved for an hour. Like okay, now, now I think I know where I got hit. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, well, yeah, that that's the spot. That's where I got hit. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Or, was or maybe that, you was don't that a realization. Oh. I haven't been with Sharon in five years. Oh, I don't like that feeling. Yeah, getting hit with a chair uh, after a while. I mean, that's something you, you don't you don't have uh, you don't have the buildup of it anymore because uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's something you really. I was like, no, with this, that you're smarter than this. But yeah, here here we are uh, in retirement, man. Uh, you beat up a someone beat up a retired guy. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's extra heat. No, two people beat up a retired person. It was like they just, they just basically did. Wow, who booked that? Let's have a uh, two people, yeah, two people beat up a retired guy. Our, uh oh, we got in a little uh, choppy here, a little choppy choppy. Uh oh, uh oh, with who? Well, I think with Quiz, you got a little choppy choppy. Oh, oh, choppy choppy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it might choppy choppy. Sorry, it might be might be me for a little bit. Uh, there's gonna be some thunderstorms and stuff coming in, coming in in Houston, good old Houston right now. So, so oh, apologies. Oh. 
okay. but it'll be seventy three, oh. so that'll be that'll be special. Well, yeah, that'll jack with the internet. Yep. Do you guys get tornadoes down there? You guys ever see tornadoes? Is that something? Uh, I did actually see one not too long ago, but the co- weird thing was it was actually just in the air. And it never touched ground, but thank goodness. Cause if, cause where I'm at is we're like in this like bowl, basically <clears throat> the way that everything sits, oh, the little town I'm in just kind of sits in a bowl. So if it like ever, so it's, it's a plus in the sense of like a lot of, there's been tornadoes all the way around us at times, you know, and there's been bad ones kind of even just about a hundred miles out and that have kind of does some, some towns around us, but being in the bowl, it kind of like essentially like goes over us or just it gets pushed around us. But if it ever dropped in here, then we're screwed. And I, so it's, it's one or the other kind of thing. But we had one that was just up in the air. It did some damage, took like sheeting off of the, uh, house next door and, and stuff like that. It was bad. You know, it's, it was, it just never touched ground, thank goodness. But it was enough. It cost them like ever just, it was crazy. It was like the stuff you see in a movie because it's just, suddenly it was dark you just see this huge like cloud spinning and then they set off the uh the sirens you know so those oh, are going yeah. off it was it was kind of intense yeah and that was maybe six months ago so that that would have been the only time i've ever really come across that and then they got they had the monthly tests then uh does that does that ever get you you get got that monthly test they do have those no wednesday th- or monday they do have those but you're used to that yeah, I think it's Monday, but you get yeah. used to that. But when it's like a Thursday, and then all of a sudden there's just like tornado in the sky, and then they start going off. Yeah, yeah, that's that's no kayfabe right there. <laughs> Hop in the bathtub or something. Or uh... that's that's legit. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was wild. There was that moment where you're just standing outside, and you're like until like dust and wind and stuff's like in your eyes and then you see stuff just flying kind of by you like you're like okay i'm gonna step inside yeah. i'm gonna go inside close the door for a minute I don't yeah need, yeah I need to have uh yeah some because i don't know cause you, it, it wouldn't be something like if you're standing out there and something hits you you know it's not gonna be something like normal it's gonna be like you know someone's uh I don't know, like what, whatever. Someone's lawn gnome or something gets like thrown up and like you know. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be super kicked by a lawn gnome or something like that. Yeah, that's what would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Without any tune-up or anything. (laughs) Just like okay, now we're just gonna claim that on the insurance. All right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like, ah, found, found yeah, and lawnmower. that would that that would that would be the uh, that would be the kicker too, you know. Just like I could just be bleeding and stuff, be like, yeah, never gigged once in wrestling, but just per usual, always the hard way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky you didn't have to do that. But yeah, never once. Never once. No, no, never once. It's kind of something. That, I gotta come out, out of retirement and bust, bust, get him to bust, get busted open. I think so. <laughs> I know, right? We'll see. Have, I still got a little bit of time left. Have you retired, Nate? I mean, not officially. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, have I? You know, has there been a career out of it? So, do you really retire? But you know, given the the sense of it, like. Am I done completely? Um, not a hundred percent. I don't think you're ever done. You know, I think, but full time, yeah. That's why I started Surefire Wrestling. You know, just because I like. I don't know how Quiz is still doing it. There's uh, Drexel. Oh my! I just watched his match with Amira from Prestige last night. Good gravy! And then like CJ still going. Like I don't know how. I guess we're just all different. You know, my body just kind of caught up to me quicker. I guess. Uh, it's just, I hurt so much more after matches, you know, and then, you know, like on Saturday, not so bad because I'm, it was here in my hometown, but traveling four or five hours and just feeling like 
it hits me right away now. There's no like waiting until Monday, Tuesday. That's when I just start. Like I, if you would have asked me 20 years ago when I first started that, I thought I'd ever reach a point where I'm like, man, I just, I'm going to take a little time off between shows. I would have thought you're crazy, but it's just, you know, like the drive home and being sore, you know, if I had a bus or something where somebody's driving me and I could sleep, oh, that might make a little bit of a difference. Or if I guess if I had somebody that drove me where I could just kind of sleep, uh, something like that maybe would make the difference. But when you got to drive four or five hours and stuff and hurting, it's just so much harder now. And it's just, uh, but the business itself, I'll never be done with. So that's why I started surefire wrestling, you know? Um, but so I'll take bookings. I don't necessarily search them out anymore. I'll take them. But I just, at this point, I want like solid matches. I wouldn't mind doing a story if it's the right thing is there, but I definitely can't be done. I was just talking to uh, Sully, Sully, Jason Zolovit about this not too long ago. I can't believe in this whole time I got to thinking and it took me because he was in a feud with uh, Jay Davis that's here, which is going to be, I mean, you know, keep an eye out on him. He's going to be fantastic. Uh, guy, I, I guarantee you in years to come, he'll be signed. I'd be surprised if he never was, but um, they had a dog collar thing before Jason kind of, that was like one of his last feuds before he went to Paraguay. And I realized I was like, I have never had a dog collar match ever. Never had a dog collar match. And that's so old school. You know what I mean? I think I've even had a coal miners glove match. I've had, you know, and stuff like that. I think, I believe when I was feuding with Hess, I think we did that or somebody. I'm pretty sure. If not, then that's going to have to be done too. I, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's just an oldie too. But, uh, I've done the strap matches. Uh, I've done the, a bull rope match. You know, a lot of them are covered in that like 72 hour gimmick we did, but, uh, but I've never done a, a dog collar match and I've never done, and this one may not be able to. It, it might be able to. I'm just gonna have to put a lot of effort in beforehand. But a one-hour Iron Man match, I've never done. I've done plenty of thirty, but I've never done a one-hour. So those two matches, I feel like until I do those, then I'm not completely done. I told Jason like, I just kind of want to like figure out the right like, you know, I have some guys in mind for those things. You know, like the one hours be one of those like. Guys, like, you know, I'm starting to do training and stuff for Surefire, so maybe one of my own students or something for Surefire for the one hour, just kind of, you know, give them that that rub and push. But as far as dog collar, like, I want something really good behind it and stuff. But it just was my, I'm like, you know, as much as I took, it takes some pride, like, I've been able to manage to get under the right, and I've been in some crazy matches, and I've not had to gig. It's been hard way. I bled. So, it's, so as much as I've taken pride in that, I'm like, but I've also never done a dog color match. How's that never come across, you know? So I got to get that one in it for sure before I'm like completely done. But I'm not doing consistently right now. It's just, it's rough on my body. My body, I guess, just hit sooner than everybody else's I've come up with. I think it's when, when you, or at least with me, once I stop moving around a whole bunch, was when everything caught up. Um, I think as long as if you keep yeah. going and you never like have a break, I think you're good until like the moment when you're like, I'm gonna take off two or three months, and then everything I feel kind of will hit you, and it catches up like, oh fuck, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it, and that might have been it. Yeah, yeah, just taking so much time off. I, I I don't think maybe I'm able to build that callus up. I guess maybe if I kept going but then there's the finance part of it too you know like it's just it's it's you know not not that starting up a promotion and running it was the smartest like thing on that end of it (laughs) but but nonetheless you know i'm not hurting afterwards per se i'm tired uh but i can deal with tired you know i can deal with that um but yeah, it's just, I think, you know, COVID obviously made us all have to rest. And I think that was it. I can't, but I also think that gave me the realization of like, when I finally realized, like, after about six months into that, I was like, it was, it almost took like six months before I kind of missed just performing. 
But I think for me, I'm at that point where it's like, I like being off, but I do end up missing it. So I just like, when I kind of get that itch, then I'll, I'll do a match. You know, that's kind of where I'm at because I'll watch matches. Like, you know, I watched quiz wrestle. Uh, it was a couple of months back at DOA. It was uh, one me and Jason were and the story and stuff. I mean, it was a banger there. I'll, and I'll see stuff like that or the matches with like, a lot of DOA matches, but I'll see prestige knockouts, some stuff, defy knockouts, stuff. So what I'm seeing, especially when I'm seeing guys that I've trained with and have worked a million times and they're having bangers, let alone just WWE and AEW stuff, but especially guys that I'm like, okay, I know I can have this match because I've done it with them and I know who they are and I have good chemistry. That's when I start like getting that itch and like, I could do that. So there's part of me too where I'm like, I need to get myself in a little bit because one of the things I would like to knock off the list is a is a defier prestige uh just that environment there is so cool uh you know so to have something like that you know would be would be cool uh yeah. but gotta go back yeah. up to the west coast or the northwest uh up there and i guess i guess mm-hmm. now that they're both they both kind of run in portland so i guess you could do them in portland uh they both, I think they both run in Portland, right? Am I? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Prestige does Roseland, and then Defy does what's the other theater? Uh, uh, Hawthorne is that one? It, I believe. It was a Hawthorne theater. Yeah, yeah. Defy will do that a, a little, but you know, Prestige does it more often. That's their like WrestleMania is the Roseland. You know, they just had Roseland seven, so. Yeah, but man, the Roseland's a fucking wild place, man. Like going going back it to is, yeah. all those shows that we went to uh, at the Roseland, like that they're doing wrestling there now is pretty cool. That's uh I like that that. Yeah. And uh so I, I mean, what the last time you wrestled in Portland was that for you did one DOA, didn't you come back and do a DOA at some point at Waddles? Yeah, I did the 10th uh no, actually I think my last one was at uh um uh, the comedy club. Uh oh, it was for DOA's tenth anniversary. Yeah, I wrestled Sonico. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, well, quiz just last because of the story behind it. Fire. I mean this is wrestling. What's that so and actually quiz is a big part of this too in a sense like so this is funny this is wrestling right here so anybody listening kind of can get an idea how you know you can take certain things you know all, like real life can be turned into a story in essence right so uh <clears throat> the uh the pencil uh, you know uh decided he would run with this and uh and do some stuff um oh. so I don't know if if it's ever been talked about, but yeah, uh, TCW Tulalip, what was it, Tulalip, Tulalip, or whatever championship wrestling, you know, by us. What do we call him? Yeah, Sam Crunk, or AKA Caden Matthews, uh, or as I like to call him, the two dollar promoter, just because he (laughs) decided to rib me by putting a two dollar bill in every PO. Uh, so. We did a show that time, and that was me and Quiz had uh, – I think you rode with me is what it was. So Quiz rode with me, and we went up there and did a show. And, uh, and boy, this just puts age on you. And at that time, Sonico and his brother were fans. They were – and we've reached the point of like – we used to watch you when we were younger kind of thing. Man, that's yeah. just, I've heard that so many times, but do, yeah, doing the DOA 10 anniversary really is like, was the starting point of that because so when we were doing the Tulalip championship wrestling stuff in this night, like uh, uh, they were there with, uh, I don't think his mom was there, but anyway, they were there and somehow it came up, me and Quiz needed somewhere to, like we just didn't feel like driving all the way back home because I think it was raining and I hated driving in the rain that far. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. All right, so uh, a little bit of skewed. Uh, it was actually CJ that was with you. 
That's right. Okay, it was CJ. I was thinking it was you. No, you're right. It was CJ. Okay, so CJ was with me. Yeah, CJ was with me, but I didn't feel like riding driving back. And somehow the conversation came up where uh, I was talking with Sonica's mom and and I think his little brother and stuff was there. He was and him and stuff like that. And anyway, it came it came down to me and CJ ended up staying at their house for the night. And me and CJ, it literally was just a place to sleep. And of course, at that time, you know, uh, and I'm saying this in a nice way because there's a follow-up, but, you know, I think it was, you know, you had a couple, uh, you know, Sonico and st- they were some Marks. And so here's some wrestlers staying. Now I say that because I'm a huge Mark now for Sonico. I mean, the guy's phenomenal. Uh, he's so good. Um, and, uh, uh, we just, it literally, we just stayed there. There was a bedroom. They let me and CJ stayed. I think we all chatted in the front room for maybe 10 minutes. They let, we ate, ate some food and they, you know, they're great host. And, uh, me and CJ just slept until the morning. We got up and we hit the road. Well, it's wrestling. So naturally things get stirred up. And a lot of times just somebody just gets a little, a little thought and a thought and, you know, you know, wrestling. So in a thought, thoughts turns into rumors and things get happen, And it was just this running gag and stuff. And, and I'm some of you, I'm like, I'm not going to confirm nor deny, screw it, let it go, whatever, you know, if it turns into some big thing, then we go, whatever. So it's always just been on the, the low, just kind of there. It would never really was a huge thing, but then enter Derek Drexel, who's always got to take stuff to a new level, you know? And so that just kind of spawned into this, like, uh, 10 years in the making uh, between me and Sonico. And that was the buildup to DOA 10. Uh, and it was just a did Nate or did he not? And so there was actually this buildup. And of course, Sonico's like, no, well, he's pissed because of the thought of it. So that was the buildup. And to me, I thought it was pretty impressive that we could all pull it off to actually build some kind of like interest there, given me and him when we didn't have these like videos to show of us beating each other up, nothing, just a subtle little story there. That because it was true, built enough interest there, and it, it it worked. And you know, we had the match, and he went over, and then you know, uh, there was a little promo there, and it it was it was great. You know, so that was fun. So that's that. <laughs> was his mom at the show? Doa ten. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, that that would have been cool, right? That would have been that would have been really cool. But no, I don't, I don't think so. So, you know, and yeah, it it was cool just to be the, you know, the heat and stuff was good. That was so much fun. Well, that, that's the origin story. Like, like Sonico didn't want to get into the business because he's been a lifelong fan and he's always loved it. No, he has been building up. He has been on some Kill Bill style revenge ever since. That, that was kind of the... Yeah, that was kind of the other thing behind it too. Is like this, Sonico became a wrestler just to get back to me, kind of thing, building up to that. And so, that was that was pretty fun to be able to just. That's wrestling. That's that's the part of wrestling that I love is when you can just something that you know, just a night where it was legit. Just we just needed somewhere to stay. It happened, whatever. And then like umpteen years later, you can build this story around it and actually build to have something behind a match that you otherwise would have, it would have just been a one-off. And that's what I love about wrestling. It's so cool. So do you have uh, other places you've stayed recently where there have been uh, other kids who have been in the crowd and you're like, hey, you better start training because <laughs> me and your mom. Me and, your mom, me and you're going at it in 10 years. <laughs> And here's when you get a little bit older. Yeah. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Look who I do with this and guy back in, in Oregon. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm coming for your mom. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing now. As soon as I see something in a kid, guess what? Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your mom? Call me wrestling let's, stepfather. Let's really bring it out in you. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Let's 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 not get going there. Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> well, hey, you know, I guess at that point, given my age, that might be easy enough to pull off, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, you think That's about funny. it, because, I mean, now, like, a lot of the, I mean, you could have kids that are coming up now that, that could be your kid, uh, like, your your first your first shows and stuff like oh, <laughs> oh lordy rusty oh my god here we go for the jugular here tonight like or today just uh like okay yeah your kids your kids uh those yeah um I mean, I mean, it's wrestling, so you never know. And the funny, well, yeah, let, let's not even go there because you never know, right? So, <laughs> you never, yeah, you never yeah. know who, who's. Saying, I mean, uh, all of a sudden, like, oh yeah. I mean, because there's always an underlining. Like, I may have actually went out there. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, so here we here here we go. You know, yeah. uh, could be yeah. All the I just be- it. I'm just laughing because it's wrestling, so there's always that option and possibility, right? <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities in wrestling. A lot of like, oh, okay, well, it would never happen. But then it's like, well, well, I don't know if that's true. I think if there's a chance, yeah. there's a chance. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if if never say never has ever been true, it could never be truer than in pro wrestling. You know, right, right, like. Uh... Yeah, it's, it's the other retirement of of pro wrestling, um, and yeah, you, you guys, you're you're on legends contracts, as this one guy uh, said. He was telling, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not retired. You're you're just on a legends, legends contract. Con- I'm like, yeah, with, with uh, every <laughs> every promotion, just got that legends contract. An indie legends contract. <laughs> That's going to be the thing to carry around. No, that's going to be yeah, let's call it that. Yeah. I got my Andy Legends yeah. contract. Yeah. Just, a, cool. just a, cl- a clipboard that says Legends contract with some papers, you know? Just carrying <laughs> yeah. that around. As it's, it's the yeah, that's money funny. in the bank, man. Just ready to, ready to go. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. See, the next show I decide to do, I'm totally going to get a printout piece of paper with just an Andy Legends contract. Just on the back of it, it's just a list of names. I was just saying, it's just going to be on the back of the list of names of wrestlers and whose kids they may be to the people who are still wrestling. I, so, have you guys ever come across somebody that's who good. Looks like they that's could good. be someone's kid, or, or like someone that's come up in wrestling who's or uh, like this, like oh, that kind of looks like I'm... that. That might be. So, now, as far as like somebody we know, another wrestler we know, or just because I've seen some where I'm like, man, that could be that could be totally Blanchard's son. You know, I've seen that or like, man, that guy kind of looks like Arn Anderson. That could be. But as far as like, if I see somebody and I'm like, man, that could be Wade Hess's kid. I don't. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> ah. Zing! There's a win. That's a du- double dose in one, man. There's so many names I could throw out to get there, but I figured, you know, I <laughs> I'm, I haven't yet, you know. You you did you you said that you, you didn't you didn't you didn't say that. No, tell me, tell me. Oh man, <laughs> I did, I did. Sweet revenge. You know, I'm just throwing a name out there. But anyway, you know, what can I say? Uh, I could have said anybody, but since quiz, I probably would have said quiz, but he's right here. So I figured I'd throw somebody else to get a reaction out of quiz. So, oh, oh, you would know, you would know one of them, one of them, uh, one of them, uh, wrestling <laughs> for my kids. There'd be no mistake. Everybody would be looking at me like, what I tried to get him not to get into the yeah. business. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if we would have, you know, if it was like, oh, that looks like that could be Quiz's kid. Let's see. Uh, Hey, do you want to do this match? Yeah, sure. And so when you see him, like, him or her, like, start taking all these wild bumps and trying to outdo everybody, you're like, yep, that's that's Quiz's. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably why I feel the way I do, because, yeah, me and Quiz, like, constantly try to outdo each other when it came to stuff. It was... 
That's why like people can say like there's no competition in wrestling. That's that's bull. There's competition. And me and Quiz are a testament to that big time. So but it also meant that's why we had so much good chemistry too, because it was just like like while keeping each other safe, it was like almost trying to outperform each other, you know? And I remember the seventy two hour thing. Me and him me and him he beat me by like two. But me and him were number one and two for the most matches. And it ended up being because I realized Jason had mentioned something about him having like, uh, he was up to like 20 matches or something like that. And I'd only had 15. And I was like, it just, I was like, well, that can't happen. And so then it was just like, I, I totally, I totally politicked and got myself like four matches in a row to catch up to him. So he's like, but he, he ended up staying like, anywhere from one to three matches ahead of me at that point. Uh, and so, but we both ended up with like 70 something matches by the end of it. It was crazy. I think he had like 76 and I was at like 72 or three or something like that. It was crazy. But that, and that was the competition was just me and him going, we were competing to see who could have the most matches. And then it was like, he upped the challenge. Cause he's like, not only the most matches, but we're going to add in like last man standing matches and other matches too. So, by the time we're like in the 72 hour period, we're in like 60 matches. So we're worn out tired. We're still going to, he's still like, but let's still do this. So that's why I say quiz is better than me. Cause I would have given up the towel. I would have thrown in the towel on doing big matches. I would have just started in some singles matches for like 10 minutes to get those X. But he's like, nah, let's, let's dive off the balcony at, you know, 60 hours in match number 70. <laughs> At three in the morning, in front of four people. Yeah, I, I would yeah. just say, I yeah, would have had more matches if I didn't scorpion myself on taking a draping DDT from the uh, apron to the floor on a chair. And uh, I believe the person who was getting—I do to remember that—they uh, didn't choose and That's how uh, you win. Hit the back yeah, of my that, head, which was, and I'm like, oh my back. Which was unintentional. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, obviously, it's hard. It's hard for people to probably want to believe that, given what I just said. But it's true. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> and I the was DDT forced, was, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I was actually forced not to do any more matches. It was like they're like, "Look, you ain't got nothing else left left to prove." I'm like, "We were proving something. I'm just doing it because I'm stupid." Well, and then, yeah. So then the the locker room was right above the entranceway at that place, right? So I, that's what I. Well, it was so when we first, like when I first started there, which is funny because we talked about CJ. So my first time there, uh, which don't this don't happen often, but I was running late. Um, it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I got quiz again. All right. So, need to say, if you know me, then we'll just move along. But I was running late, and I mean, this is a testament to this is something that can be a lot is lost now because I I will I'm sure quiz can agree with me here. I'll throw money at this that any try anybody else nowadays to try to pull this off. But then there was a locker room that was upstairs. I believe the heels were upstairs. And then the babies were down downstairs, and we're because there was like a like a attic storage place up there, and I was running late, and I didn't have time to go over a match with CJ. And at the time, I think his name was Shinobi. He was just in training. I mean, so much so that a match, I called for a small package, and he said, "What's that?" And I just said, "I just said, tuck your legs in between." I said, "Tuck your leg in between mine and roll backwards." He put both legs in between them, and we ro- he he cinched it. And then I just called the finish spot right after that. But, but we ended up working and doing just doing fine kind of up to that point. But I, I'd say throw money out there and let's see if anybody else could do that. You know, run late even, let alone not even run late, but just not getting able to talk. You're in two separate locker rooms. The first time you even see the guy is when he comes out for your entrance, for the entrance. You know, like, cause I was the heel. So I came out first and then here he, I'd never even seen him, never met him, never heard his voice, nothing. I mean, you could be more from scratch there. Excuse me, and it and it worked. Like, let's see how he can do that these days. Now, I'm not trying to. It's not a bragging point as much as it is a kind of a disappointment point these days. You know what I mean? Um, but 
during the 72 hour thing, everybody was downstairs and they tri- tried to make it a sleeping quarters was the upstairs. So when you were kind of, cause Jason did it in like shifts. So when you weren't in a shift, you could go upstairs and sleep. Some could. I think I ended up when it was my turn to sleep, I think I would sleep maybe 30 minutes and then I'd lay there for another hour and just kind of doze off, off and on. And then I was just like, screw it. I'll just go down and just fill in, <laughs> you know? So that was, that was that building. So, yeah. So I, I, what, was there somebody else who had a, uh, when someone called for a small package, someone else said something, uh, or do you guys have a story about that? Or is that something that I'm, uh, maybe not. Okay. I remember, so, I remember hearing a story of someone calling I mean, a small package. Oh, uh, I, I guess not. I mean, um, that's <laughs> no. I've never. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to say, Rusty, but that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, quiz again. Quiz is probably is going to be better at me than that. But anyway, <laughs> I've never. Yeah. Other than that predicament with CJ, I've never had an issue with a small package. <laughs> so, so what, what happened in that that match with CJ? Then, what what do you do? I mean, when when you if if he or Shinobi, I guess he would be Shinobi. Yeah. He, well, he fucking would be Shinobi. Well, that's very CJ. Yeah. Well, I think his name was something. It was something else, but that's what I had called him like in the match because I'm pretty sure I did a promo or something like that. And it was the typical like not calling him the right name. And like Shinobi was, I believe, like it wasn't that like a game or something like that, I think. Sega Genesis. Shinobi. And so yeah. I think yes. I. Right. Yeah. So I think his name was, I think it had a game. It was very similar. And his, he had like the braided. So he had braids, but it was the braids where they're like. It, it wasn't even like, it was just, it was very CJ. Uh, and like, he had gear, but it wasn't like, it was just kind of like, I, I'm pretty sure he had something that was like ninja-esque in there. Cause you know, he's got the martial arts aspect. So of course, starting, that's what they kind of went with. And so I was just like, Shinobi. I called him Shinobi in the, in the promo and we, just, <laughs> it just went from there. So, uh, but I did it. But it was a testament to how good he was too, because it wasn't like a cluster by any means. It was just he was super green, even more than I was, because I was only what five years in. We were only five years in at that point. Maybe yeah. even it might have even been sooner than that. But that was maybe like about maybe about three, three or eight. something like that. Maybe something yeah, like, that. like three or something. Because like this is this is before DOA got or DOA was even hurt. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I mean, we were only maybe three, four years in at that point. So not like I was much better than he was at that point, but I did know what a small package was and how to do it. (laughs) So, uh, but that, I mean, if that's the only thing I remember from it, then it obviously couldn't have been that bad. So if he stuck both of his legs in it, what, how did, how that work? Did he just like fall back flat or like? Yeah. So he kind of like, he well, he stuck them both in, and then like just basically both legs were on one leg, and it was like a sideways looking thing. And so naturally, I'm like, even if that's the finish, I would have kicked out because I'm like, clearly you're not even like it's not cinched in. But just the way he did it, like both legs were wrapped around one leg, and obviously because of that, like he's kind of like laying this way, and I'm this way. Well, like between us, we created this like V, and it's just like you know. So I it was like one and a half and I kicked out, you know, like, but, and then we just went right into the finish from there. So, so I mean, yeah, it was a good time. Good times. How often, uh, are there kickouts before two or, I mean, cause that seems like that's not really, doesn't happen very often unless it's like someone does a, a bunch of finishers and then kick out at one. But, um, they're usually most kickouts are at two and uh, just almost almost three. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There hasn't been too many times where it's been like, okay, let's kick out at one. And- well, I've actually done that recently because it it why wouldn't you? It made sense to so story. You know, you tell that story of a match like you're supposed to beat down your opponent, and it, it was 
you know, it was one of those, like I mentioned it to, uh, I, I always say kid, this kid I was wrestling, but I mean, he's been in it 10 years. So, you know, but I had mentioned, I'm like, Hey, let's do it. You know, I'll kick out at one. You kick out at one. You know, you could tell that like, what? Cause right now it's over their brain. Like it's that spot where like at towards the finish or something, you know, guy you know heel hits his big finisher and then one the baby face kicks out that's what they're used to at one so when i'm explaining to do that even then the first like couple pinfalls he's got that perplex i'm like but why not wouldn't it tell more of a story of if we're kicking out at one but then now when you do stuff i'm only kicking out at two doesn't that show progression of being beat down so that and it worked out it worked out you know it was hit me with something one kick out and then you know one kick out but now as we kind of you know five six minutes in it's one two kick out and it shows that you're showing that progression and then of course you know now it's one two uh last second kick out because you're just trying to whether you're saving it you know the typical you're trying to get as much as you can or you're just un you know you're not coherent enough until that last second kind of thing but uh other than that yeah you don't you just don't see it very often but that worked. And I, I mean, why not? Like there's a story that can be told with kicking out at one. So. Yeah. yeah progression. Progression is key. Like in, in my book. And honestly, uh, I look at, I look at stuff like today. Cause uh, I kind of see, look at the trends of what's currently going on in wrestling and I'll do the exact opposite kind of thing, kind of thing. Cause, uh, cause uh, what do you try to do to set yourself apart from everybody? Like, you would do what people are not doing. And so, hey, hey, if uh, you want to tell a different type of story, just say, hey, I got to be worn down. But why would you try to kick out at at one in the beginning where you got the most energy? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's uh, and then that way you're, you're always not trying to be next best to what someone else is doing. You already have that. I'm going to just be fucking the best at doing this part over here rather than doing like, okay. Hey, it's like, like this is just like so-and-so on TV. Um, like, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but like, like I've been dropped on my head before. I didn't want to immediately want to kick out at one. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kicking out at one that's being dropped on your head. Uh, yeah, I yeah, or plas- that. or actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, or yeah. Sometimes wrestling. I mean, there's a part of me that I'm just like, I'm so glad I was last generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I- know, like it's just. Yeah. So, um, I I think I've talked with Quiz with, about this one. Have you gotten to talk with uh, with with Ed at all? With, with Colonel, I haven't. I've actually thought about. It. I was just talking about him the other day because I think I came across a a, a picture. But no, nah, I mean, shoot, that's. I think like that. I saw him outside of trading before. So let's see, there was a time he came into, uh, NAWA or NWA. Uh, that was the time when I was kind of booking it. So like, like it worked. And I mean, super, like you're my, one of my students discount kind of pricing, you know? So it was like sweet. And it was going to be like a, a two show thing where he was an authority figure thing, but it only lasted one. Once he found out who the promoter was, he was like, yeah, I'm not, if I would have known this, I wouldn't have done it. And I was like, Oh my bad. I didn't know that you had something going on. I wasn't surprised, but anyway, moving forward, cause this, that could be a whole another couple hours of a podcast alone. Right. Quiz. Uh, so, uh, Who's booking it? Oh, fuck no kid. Since. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you know, I was booking at the time, but it was the promoter that he, you know, obviously was like, eh, you know, so he, uh, but I think I'm like a couple years later, I had seen him somewhere and talked to him for a little bit, but since then, so it's probably been what, 15 years since I've talked to Ed. 
something like that. I haven't seen him. So, I mean, it'd be cool to see him. And I know he's been like, I guess the t- if I want to catch him, it'd have to be at Kali Ali. What is it? The CAC. <laughs> I can never say that. Like, unless I stop and, and man, but the, the CAC and then you, I mean, you can't say the CAC, but, <laughs> you know, but how fitting for wrestling that is. <laughs> yeah. You got to see him at the CAC. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the last time I saw him or talked to him. So it's, it's been a long time. I'd like to though, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you, you, you fucking, you write him a letter or something, or yeah, you see him at the CAC, it, write him a postcard or something. Cause, <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't, well, I mean, it's, it's, let's face facts. Even, even with us being his students, like it wasn't like we, we all just built this like best friend relationship with him. And, yeah. and like, if we wrote him a letter, it, it wouldn't. I'm, I highly doubt he would read it. <laughs> I mean, he might, but, you know, but, it, you know, at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that, you know, I mean, man, I learned so much from him. You know, you know, it's, it's just cool. Now, you know, I talked to, to, I have probably more interaction with grappler and stuff. Cause you know, for me, it was, it was buddy, Ed and grap, you know, I, uh, especially in my WC day, WCWC days, you know, I do school and stuff and he'd be in there too. So, uh, excuse me. And then of course, you know, as quiz can test, you know, grappler popped in at our school every so often too. So, uh, you know, now grap, I talk to every so often and he'll actually be kind of on the podcast me and Jason are going to be doing, but, uh, I'm looking forward to, to doing, talking to him more and stuff. So I talked to him more than probably Colonel, but I learned so much from Colonel tag, Tag team psychology is, you know, there's a, if you look back at my career, I've been in more often than not, I've been in a faction or tag team and I've probably had more, I mean, I've obviously probably had more singles than I have tags, but I've had a lot of tag team matches and it's just that psychology, even though it's quote unquote harder, it resonated with me the most. And I think it's just because I'm a creative kind of person and tag team wrestling was so easy like it's just so much there's so much more I could think creativity and I could have a different tag match every match and just building up stories and things like that. So and I but I learned Ed taught so much on tag psychology and it just clicked for me. And I mean, why not, man? Like yeah, and I mean how how many tag teams was he in and how many, you know, different tag teams yeah. did he have? So I mean, um yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just I got the, I got the light. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> one of those things. Um. So uh, so then you, yeah. you and uh Jason are starting a podcast. Um. Okay. That's yes, that's, sir. That's news. Um. All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's actually been in works for a while. Uh. Uh, we're actually going to be starting that here pretty soon. We we were working on it before we left Paraguay. We did a, a thing. Uh, David Sherman's going to produce it for us. Such a great cool. guy. He's actually helped me produce Surefire Wrestling. Uh, so, you know, some episodes we're breaking down. We like we broke down. We're breaking down our show that we just did on the six into episodes. He's going to be putting that out on our YouTube channel here soon. But uh, he's going to do the podcast, and it's to book or not to book oh. uh, is what it's going to be called. And I just had this idea to do. I was just going to kind of do my own thing, but I was like, you know, Sullivan's going to be the best. And like, he was on board. And then he mentioned like, let's see if Sherman wants to do it too. And so then it went just for me, just kind of like talking just in general, like just, ah, it doesn't have to be the best professional thing. I just, just something out there to just like, no, let's make this legit. And my idea was just, it's going to be like, we'll have wrestlers on there, but only if they've ever owned a promotion or like promoted or they've booked. So we're just talking to promoters or bookers and maybe not even necessarily wrestling. It might even be just, even if it's MMA or boxing, obviously, but it's more of from the booking standpoint, like we'll talk, even current people were like, what are things that, you know, you look for in booking or what are things you've come across? And it's going to be more positive. Like you can tell a story, even if it's a negative story, but let's not name names you know, is where we're going with it. Like, 
you know, you can, this one guy, you know, if, if, if it, you know, if people make it, you know, they realize like they know the story is one thing, but us personally, like, we're not going to just bury anybody. We're not going to, it's just going to be a, but it's one of those where we feel like guys or gals that are in the business, maybe if we're talking to a current promoter, well, now they know what that promoter's looking for in booking or they, you know, this promoter told a negative story where, you know, ah, this happened and they're just to make them think. And I just, we haven't really seen anything like that. So that was my thought was like, especially in this day and age. So we feel like we can talk to some of the past promoters, current promoters, and that's what we're going to start doing. And, and grapple be our episode one is what we're looking to do. It may not be recorded in that order, but grap's going to be our, our, our number one. I fi- we figure why not just start with that and he'll be able to be in house studio. So I'm actually working on that coming up. Okay. So me and me and him will be in studio and then Sully will be doing it from, from Paraguay. So that's, that's what we're going to be doing. And it's just going to be, we're going to shoot for about an hour, but we're like, is anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half will be our episodes, you know? And if it, we're going to record longer, but then we'll do parts, you know, part one, part two. But uh, it's just really going to be like just me feeding questions to Grappler. And, and it, obviously it's going to be mostly probably him talking, but I mean, what right. kind of knowledge, you know, from there. And then, uh, you know, Matt Farmer from Defy is on board to do it too. So you kind of go from one extreme to the other because you go, from grappler who just i mean the mindset that he has and stuff of old school but then you go with that same thing where like farmer is still old school but he's currently promoting one of the top i mean obviously one of the top pacific northwest promotions but also a world promotion at this point so you know you get that so just i think the current generation to wrestlers and workers to be able to hear bookers and stuff say what they like don't like etc is is something valuable and that's what i want to do so yeah, yeah to book or not to book keep an eye on that yeah all right well then where where the fuck can people find you too um besides in, in a back alley somewhere um with a with a gun or something hopefully not there but where can they find you <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's see. Facebook is Nate Andrews 84. Uh, Nate Andrews 84 on Twitter, Nate Andrews 22 on Instagram, which I don't, I'm not savvy on Instagram as much. I don't post a whole lot on that. And then of course, Surefire, you can do Surefire live on Instagram and, uh, Twitter, uh, Surefire wrestling on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, you can find me uh, later on at the Willowbrook Mall, uh, swimming through this uh, thunderstorm. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, if uh, you're on Vero, you can check out my art on Vero Dang HBQ. Uh, you actually have my real name, Chris Thomas. Uh, Instagram, I might be on there like every other month for about 30 seconds, just posting one thing and then I'm out for a while. Uh, you can probably find what X Twitter at Dang HBQ and look up some old tweets because I don't think I've been on that since what the DOA anniversary show last year. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I hope that's something that. Um gets better here with uh with one of the things with ai is that like social media stuff can just kind of get taken care of by that and then we can all just kind oh of man that'd be doing. great yeah, just, yeah give it some keywords and let it let it do stuff for you i mean that yeah. would that would be kind of nice in itself yeah no, yeah for sure i don't know how some people do that man i mean they're they're on they're posting instagram twitter right. facebook then they have whatever else, and they're able to just uh, like I don't know how they. I mean, I uh, to shoot like I have like a ten hour job I'm at now. I'm right. trying to run a promotion too, and like and like my personal one goes aside because obviously I'm trying to build the promotion brand. So that's the one I'm trying to like all constantly, but like trying to constantly do my own and the promotion. And then now you add the to book or not to book. Like I'm like, uh, hopefully the money comes in so I can just pay. Uh, like actually have a social media manager, yeah. <laughs> you now, know. I think, I think that's important. I just don't know how some people do it. Like, and, and yeah, and then they're going yeah. to other accounts and like, you know, sharing their or commenting on their stuff and like, 
I don't know how they have time to do all this stuff and um, great for them. So <laughs> I don't if you're a social media manager and uh, maybe you want to want to work for, for Nate or for quiz for free. Uh, and you're just like, I just want to do it just because yeah. hit them up. Well, I mean, I won't do, I, I'll pay, but I mean, if you're at least willing to do it for like 20 or 30 bucks a month or something, I, I would do something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but something tells me you. if you're social media, yeah. if you're I'm a social media, you, friend, friends, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy yeah. time we're in, man. Yeah. Well, fuck, we'll, we'll get you guys back on here. Uh, I know yeah, quiz will be back in a couple days. Uh, and then, yeah, Nate, we'll get you back uh, sometime soon here and yeah, we'll do, do some more and, um, yeah, we'll we'll see see you guys around, uh, not in the back alley, awesome. but somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope not. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. You guys. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. Oh, go ahead. What? I would say I'm too white to be in a back alley. So. Right. You can be in a front alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. If, if you find so... <laughs> be in the back alley, they got the Backstreet Boys. That's what they were called, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that'll work. <laughs> yeah, too sure. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. You guys have a good day. Oh. All right. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's Nate and that's Quiz. So Quiz will be back here on Wednesday. Um, we got Dr. Cleaver coming in. So it'll be another show like this. I'll probably have more of them on. I need to have more wrestlers on. I haven't talked to them enough, and there's a lot. There's a lot, but I'll probably have the same ones come back on because um, I rather have all my friends than have on a bunch of people I don't know. So that's why I have them two on. So yeah, they might not claim me as a friend, but they're uh, yeah, they're my friends. So you guys, thank you for listening here on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. Uh, this is the Public Access Podcast. And that is the show, man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond. Motherfucker!